0: What's going on everybody and welcome back to episode 8 of season 2 of Hit the Books, the podcast with the crew looking to give you all the insights on all things sports from trends to picks we have it all. This week we have our usual full NFL slate, this is our first week with bye weeks, the Lions, Texans, Raiders and Titans all getting a week off this week. After a few of those teams actually making me some money this last week, along with that. The NHL regular season has begun. We started off with a great pick on Tuesday, making us 1-0 on the season to start. Lots more to come from that the rest of this week. We have some picks here this Wednesday when recording, as well as uh, some lined up here for the rest of the week. Very excited about that. Lots of good stuff coming out of the NFL, like I said. The boys doing rather well. Mackie going... Mackey doing the worst after a couple great weeks coming off the bat, going five and six, but only losing a unit and change. Huff, myself, and Ace all going positive. And with that, let's introduce my co-hosts this week. Huff, we're gonna start with you. You doing the best, going nine and five this week in the NFL, 3.93 units positive. What do you got for us, buddy?
1: Yeah, hey, what's going on, everyone? Happy to be back. Yeah, like you said, had a good weekend in the NFL. Um, lost out on most of my player props but it was hitting the spreads, uh, just kind of riding some of these underdog spreads um, I really liked a couple of them obviously Giants and Saquon was one of the ones I hit so it was nice to start the morning 2-0 but uh, it's just the start still down some units on the year gotta got to bounce back, needed another weekend like this so uh, can't get comfortable down still double digit right now so uh, something I gotta keep working on and hopefully stay on this pace
0: Good stuff, good stuff yeah, as I was looking at our records for you, the full list of all our all your bets. Lots of green for you lately. Much better than the start that you had.
1: Yeah, past past couple of weeks. I mean, I don't I don't know my exact record, but nine and five this weekend and last weekend, I don't think I did too bad either, gaining some units. So past two weeks I've been doing pretty good. So I just need to stay away from some of these tempting ass player props, I take.
0: I feel that. I feel that. All right, let's move forward. Ace going nine and six, very similar to Huff. Plus 2.38 units on the week. What else you got for us, buddy?
2: Yeah, like you said, Huff and I've been eating a little bit lately. Um, after a weird start to the NFL season, I think a lot of people like you always expect that to start the season. Um, Huff and I really took a toll on that. Mackie, kudos to you for that because a uh, tough time to stay positive there. But the uh, NFL's starting to come back to normal. Everything falling back to earth a little bit. So you see, Huff and I really uh, hammering some big plays this week and coming out on top. Um, my favorite time of year, though, we got all the other sports in full swing. We got MLB playoffs, NHL season start, NBA just around the corner, and uh, you got college football and pro football, obviously. So, love being able to talk to talk about it. Ready to roll today. So, yeah.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Mackie, is this your first losing week?
3: You know, I think it is. But starting, <laughs> the, se- starting the season, I'm happy to say that my first losing week is in uh week five. So. We- I was gonna say week five. Yeah, you're doing all right. Yeah, so uh, I'll take it. I'm still up a good man. I'm up a little over eight units. Just gotta bounce back next week. Uh, yeah, it's October, best month in sports, especially as a gambler. You got MLB playoffs, you got NBA starting, NHL starting. Everything's just in uh, full swing right now. So yeah, let's get let's get to it.
0: Good stuff there, boys. Like I said, we had our first play in the NHL on Tuesday. Going one to zero as a group. Lots to come out of the NHL this year. Not sure exactly who I like. Lots of uh, possibly lots of value. A couple places that I see. What do you guys see coming out of the NHL this year, Huff? You want to get us going on that?
1: Yeah, obviously. Last night, like you said, one to zero to start the season. Always like to start the season in the green. Um, nice little play, our Vegas Golden Knights money line last night in uh, LA. We didn't touch the the early game. I know we were uh, on different sides for that one. A couple of us hit some props. I had the under one and a half first period, Rangers to score first. So we were taking a couple bets off the card in that one, but it was nice to hit the the team pick of the Golden Knights in the late night spread. I was not even awake to see it hit, but I'm glad it hit and wake up to it. It's even better. Um, But like you said, yeah, NHL starting back up. I'm going to get into some of these. Uh, we'll just kind of look over a quick little bit of the futures for the NHL and kind of dive into what we like going into this NHL season. Uh, I think we can kind of s- just start with the easy one. Um, the Cup, What I mean, do you guys want to start with the Cup or the Conference Finals? What do you think? Okay, okay. We'll start with, Let's we'll, – all right, let's start out West. We'll start uh, the Western Conference winners. Uh, we I'm on MGM, so I don't know what app you guys are on, but we can kind of compare the odds that we're getting. Um, for the Western Co- for the Western Conference Championship or Champions, I guess you would say, I have the Colorado Avalanche as the favorite at plus one hundred and fifty, the Vegas Golden Knights in second at plus six hundred, the Flames at plus seven hundred, the Oilers tied with them at plus seven hundred, uh, and the Minnesota Wild rounding out that top five at plus
0: eight hundred. Yeah, I, Some oh, very different odds. Hold on. Yeah, on Fanduel here, I got Avs. Favorite at plus two hundred, Oilers and Flames following them at plus seven hundred. The Wild at plus eight fifty, and the Knights at plus one thousand. Yeah, the, so Knights, the, Knights the Knights are a, 10, are a lighter
2: that's... team. They're a lighter team than they have been in past years. You think Jack gets it done for him?
1: They don't have the uh, goaltending. I,
2: I thought you said I got, I got
1: him. I was like, oh my god, that's who you talk." I mean, I don't know what odds you guys have on them, but a couple of teams that I was looking at, I don't necessarily like. I, I, this is the kind of thing, and I'm not really going to throw a wager on this. It's just kind of tough. The, uh, there is a team I like in the East that I think is worth putting money on. Um, but out west, like a couple of teams I see value on. I don't know what kind of odds you guys have on St. Louis, but I have them twelve to one on DraftKings. That's a team I could see some value on to win the West. Like kind of a dark horse. They've had Colorado's number. I know they took them to six games last year, and obviously. Um, the big juggernaut of the West is Colorado, and everyone's gonna be hammered to put their money on them as the favorite. Um, but you gotta look at some of these value plays, and I think St. Louis is one of those teams that has what it takes to be Colorado.
2: I like yeah, I I don't mind that play Huff. Obviously, you're talking about a lot of teams, but um for me two teams definitely come to mind in the West. Um the first one is Connor McDavid the Edmonton Oilers. He finally has one of the best goaltenders he's played with in his career in the all star Jack Campbell. Um, coming over to Edmonton in the offseason. He has a lot of talent around him. He was right there last year. Got knocked out by the Avs, right? So uh yeah, I like him to come out plus seven hundred. It's good odds. You know he's gonna get to the cup eventually. I don't know if he wins it. Nobody knows who's gonna win it. You just gotta get there. Um but the other team I like is Minnesota with all the star power that they have there. And uh they're pretty slept on and they got flurried between the pipes, so we know he can get it done when it matters too. Um so yeah out west I definitely like I like the plus seven hundred on the Oilers and I like the Minnesota Wild. Those are my two picks out there
3: i like the oilers pick i think uh i mean we saw mckinnon get his first cup this year after what eight years in the league so mcdavid's going on year eight as well so we got They're a plus 700 they like you said he's he's playing with the best goal he's probably had in his career um conference finals last year i mean it, it, this is the year for them i think this is the year that they could uh get it done especially a plus 700 to go to odds um, I mean, Avalanche at plus money. I feel like is just not like a, a value bet. I don't think there's, I don't think that's a bad bet at all. I, I know they're only at plus two hundred, but they're the heavy favorite in this conference, and with that powerhouse of a team, I could see them going back to back to win like the, the like the, the, the Lightning conference. of a couple years ago. No. Yeah, definitely. I think they're better than the Lightning. That team is better than that Lightning. Um, mm, let's not Guinness get year, ahead I of ourselves. Let's was. not get
2: ahead of ourselves with Andre <laughs> Vasilevsky versus what <laughs> they have on, going dude. on in that.
3: I'm nervous All about right. that goalie. Well, that's the only uh, Whole whole team whole team around and I think that I think team is better.
2: Agreed. But I think goalie you're goalie yourself. That's the most important position
3: in the game, I would say. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Kemper's not a very good goalie though, so they got it yeah, done no. last year.
2: Yeah, but who's
3: who who's their one out there, Frank? Who's or Georgia? It's Gorgiev right now. I see He's uh, playing tomorrow. He's a good mm-hmm. goalie. He's a little slept on. It. I know he's behind yeah. yeah no, I I Sirkin, so he didn't get a lot of play. But he he's not. He's not Vasilevsky, though. <laughs> I mean, nobody's <laughs> Vasilevsky.
2: What was I gonna say? Um, yeah, no, I really do. You don't like anybody else besides the Avs out there? I don't like the Wild. I
3: don't think they're a team that can get it done this year. Um, what about the Ducks? I mean, they're a, a good team. they got- in the odds. You were talking about them earlier. <laughs> Ducks are a sleeper ducks are asleep before the playoffs they probably have plus money to make the playoffs and i would like i'd like that play but uh that that team is not winning the the cup this year i have the
1: ducks at plus plus four (laughs) thousand. that's what i'm saying you throw throw, that's a a light sprinkle
2: because you have someone like john gibson if they somehow get in like you said i think they have a lot of talent obviously i don't think they get it done this year but with john gibson if you can get to the playoffs he could win you a series every time right
3: no i don't know about that i don't i think you're uh Gassing up John Gibson a little. What does he pay you to say this? No, I've just had him in fantasy
2: the last few years. So he's I've gassing up that. our
1: pick for the night. They'll, they'll hear this after it cashes. They'll hear we got Ducks money line tonight. I've been a tonight. big Gibson guy. He's the best
2: American goaltender at the moment. Maybe him or Hellebuck, right?
1: He's a Pittsburgh guy.
3: Hellebuck's not um, – is he American?
1: Yeah, I believe so.
2: I think it's Hellebuck, Gibson, yeah, Hellebuck's uh, Inter, American. and American. What about Johnny Quick,
3: man? Oh, he's so uh, – come on. Come on. Did you see that game last night? He played well. Yeah, I know. I like him too, but he's not in the top tier. Do you see tier. the way he plays, though? Do you see the way he plays? Do you think he's better than any of these like American like goaltenders? You
2: ready? I'll, I'll rattle off five for you. Some of them are young too, so like take that into consideration. But you got um, Hellebuck, Gibson, Ottinger, Spencer Knight, and Swayman. Those
3: are five Americans I can think of. I think Jerry's American too, maybe. No, right? I, I think Ottinger and uh, Knight are going to be the two best American goalies in the next, like, 10 years. Like, for the next 10 years. So. Knight,
2: Knight, I like. It's just it's suspect. I don't I don't like his situation. I don't like
3: Knight's situation for his career right now. He's behind Bobrovsky
2: right now. but uh, He's ahead of Brovsky him, though, no?
1: There?
2: Yeah, he is. That's why I don't like that. Like, you're not getting – is getting a lot of reps down in Dallas.
1: But Dallas, well, I think Ottinger that's what is, I was just going to say. I like man, Ottinger, man. but I think Dallas is – I think Dallas is such a brutal team this year. You think I, they're brutal, I really? They're really. They're I
2: thought that's a I they got rid of Klingberg. I don't like that. I don't
1: think th- I just – I don't think that t- – I'm honestly going to say I don't think that team makes playoffs. Like, Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan have been on a steady decline the past couple of years. And, I mean, with the the situation they have with Robertson, I don't know. Did he ever get a contract done? Like, he said no, he's, he's going to sit out paid. if they don't get a contract.
2: He's not. NHL players don't sit that much. That dude's a
1: stud. I mean – but I don't know. I'm not big on the Dallas team this year, and that's usually a team I really like to bet on. Like, cause when they're at home, they're usually a pretty good team. But star power is there. Um, you need Jamie. Most of it's most of it's because of Ottinger. You need a Jamie
2: Ben and a Tyler Sagan resurgence. I don't know if that's ever gonna come, but that's what they really need.
1: That's what I mean. It's yeah. That's what I mean. It's like they've they haven't done anything. They didn't do anything last year. It's always gonna come down to them or the Predators for the hell. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna get swept by the Avs in the first round? <laughs> Agreed. What do you got out of east, Huff? All right. So, obviously, we saw the difference in the odds there. So, just kind of keep your eye on the Wait, ones that you're um, looking at. But Huff, I think I know who you're looking at here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> Eastern Conference winner. Um, a lot different odds, at least, obviously, for me out west or out east and out west. Uh, we have the Maple Leafs coming in as the favorite at plus 425. Right behind them, we have the uh, Florida Panthers at plus 450. The Carolina Hurricanes at plus 500. The Tampa Bay Lightning at plus 600. The New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh Penguins tied at plus 900. And I'll say it just because, obviously, it's Aces' team. Right behind the Rangers and the Penguins are the Bruins at 14-1. to Mackie, take it away.
3: Um, yeah, they're, the lines are very similar on DraftKings. You can get the Rangers at plus 1,000 and the Penguins at 1,100. But, yeah. Um...
1: I, I, I was going to say I think I've seen the I think I've seen the Penguins at better money than plus 900.
3: Yeah, I mean I'm I, I could be biased here, but I, I like the Rangers here with those odds. I mean, I think they're in that conversation with those top 4 teams with the Leafs, Panthers, Hurricanes and Lightning and and their line is just f- like 4 to 1 higher, so I, I don't know. I think I think that they coming off of a Eastern Conference Finals appearance, obviously losing to the Lightning. Um that team didn't get worse, I don't think. I, th- I, I didn't really love the uh, the off season moves. I think we could have done a lot more. But last night, I mean, that team, that team looked like one of the best teams in the league. And I know that's saying a lot for the first game. But, I mean, you're going against one of the best teams in the league as well. So, Shesterkin looked on, of course. Um, you know, you got a top three goalie in net. I would say top two goalie in net in the league. Y- you can never count a team out like that. So, I think with those odds, that's my sl- That's my uh, team to come out of the Eastern Conference.
1: Yeah, I do. I do like the Rangers. Obviously, you kind of alluded to me liking uh, your team with that little saying you had before <laughs> we got over to the Eastern odds. But uh, I think you said you can get the Rangers a plus a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I. I don't. I just think that they have such a home ice advantage that when they, I feel like, what was their home record last year, Mackie? Do you know? Was it pretty impressive?
3: I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but it was definitely like. One of the best in the league behind yeah, the. Yeah, that's what I mean. Obviously. They're
1: one of the best teams on their home ice. I don't, and that comes down in the playoffs. And if they're going to be one of these teams that go far in the playoffs and they get home ice, I like the Rangers to go far. Uh, obviously, last year going to seven games against my Penguins, but um, I think the I think Rangers least, are worth the money.
3: You saw last year in those later games, Game Five and Game Seven, how much home home ice was a was a factor.
2: Oh in my the God, series. yeah. Home ice so. always doesn't
3: matter, so we- –
2: yeah, but um, going off what you guys said, I know a lot of people are high on the Rangers. Um, let it not be forgotten. Let's, we're all going to do it. Uh, none of us are going to take them, but we're all sleeping on the Tampa Bay Lightning who we'll just go to the Stanley Cup every single year, right? Um, so definitely definitely good odds there. Definitely want to look at that. But um, obviously you guys can't convince me otherwise. I think this is the best Bruins team ever that we've seen in a while. So I think they have this is their year on the record, let me say that. Um also, though, the, the play that I'm going to look at, besides the Lightning and the Bruins, definitely the Carolina Hurricanes. They were a buzzsaw last year in the playoffs, and they were actually rolling without Frederick Anderson, one of the top goalies in the league. Uh, I know a lot of people like to hate on him, but he's an all-star year in and year out. And uh, look at what they did last year with who was who was in the who was in the pipes for him last year, Reimer, and then they Ranta, had Kochekov, too. Like Those are terrible goalies, and they were still rolling teams. And that home ice advantage in Carolina – they added Brent Burns. I like the I like the Carolina Hurricanes there, so I'm definitely throwing on uh, them and the Bruins. Those will be my two, and I'm gonna sleep on the Lightning, like I said, but tough to do. I
1: have the I have the Lightning or I have the Hurricanes in one of my like I think it's a two leg. I think I have them with um, Georgia. No, not Georgia. I want to say it's a World Series. I think it's the Yankees. I think it's Yankees hurricanes
2: Yeah, the Hurricanes. That roster is insane, dude. You, you
3: just, just had, you had Brent Burns. You choke year in and year out. That team's been good for f- four years now. Don't yeah, the but best teams the, in the league, and they can't get out of the Eastern Conference. They can't get out of the. I'm going to use the same semifinals. argument. I'm going to use. I'm going to use your. Uh, They're like the Cavs. I'll use the same
2: argument exactly. you used earlier, though. You said. McKinnon finally got his, you said Edmonton's due, like teams are due, I think if we're talking about in terms of due, they've, they've gotten their goalie, this is the Edmund- best goalie, this is the best goalie, That this is another same argument we use for Edmonton, this is the best goalie that they've had, um, if he can stay healthy, in the, he, he got hurt right before the playoffs, he didn't play a lick in the playoffs last year, and he's the best goalie they've had their whole like little run of Brendamore, you know?
3: Yeah, he also, he doesn't really have any playoff experience that he deep into the playoffs with, yeah that he's gone deep into the playoffs with and also I didn't say Edmonton was due, I kinda said McDavid was due. There's nobody Yeah on I agree that. with that. I agree with that. Don't, don't get me wrong, there's a ton of studs on that on that Hurricanes team, but nobody that is McDavid, obviously. So Do you think
2: you see how it. the Hurricanes play at home though, I think if they can secure one of those top seeds again.
3: I like the Brent Burns yeah, they addition. Lose, they lose, but, they lose Brent game Burns, seven to the Rangers at home.
2: I think Brent Burns and uh Anderson are two great ads. But I do really like the Bruins too. Like I'm not even saying that just a fan. They added Krejci back. This is their last run. They put it all in the tank, you know. Once you get Marsh on a Mac, the back new coach. There, yeah, Jim Montgomery's a way better offensive coach than we've ever had. We put pucks in the net. I mean, it's a it's a,
3: <laughs> Bruce Cassidy is one of the best. He's one of the best NHL coaches of our
2: time. Yeah, I agree. He's a great coach, but he's not what the new NHL needs. He pre- he preaches like defense and system, whereas they need more skill, high flying. The Bruins don't put enough goals in the back of the that we'll see I mean I'm gonna say that obviously as a fan i, I like that it's incredible.
1: all right let me rip through these let me rip through these cup odds real quick um and I'll just go through kind of like if you want to hear a certain team just let me know but we should just say um, top right, what we five think. or do you want to just do that go ahead
2: yeah all right um I will say Oilers Bruins
3: Oilers, bruins I love the Oilers plus fifteen hundred. I'll obviously say Rangers plus two thousand too, but that's that's a biased pick. We're hockey people. We have to say our home team. Like you,
2: it's. I think yeah. to, and like I believe it's it too. Like we, that's
3: the worst part. And we all, we
2: all Me genuinely have, <laughs> we have good teams to root for. It's not like yeah, we're it's like, like they they all have a legitimate here. chance. It's the NHL playoffs. If you that's get into the playoffs,
1: yeah. all of our teams will be in the playoffs. If you can yeah. get yeah, to the
2: playoffs, you can win the Stanley Cup.
1: Last year, me and Mackie had to fucking go through... A week, go through two weeks, game seven games of shit talking each other for a playoff series. We like couldn't bet on it the entire time because like obviously I know we couldn't give out a single pick team. on it because we disagreed on everything. I think we tried.
3: I think we tried to give an over under and missed it. and We were like, all right, we done. lost. We're not, try- yeah. we're not trying again. We're we were done. like, all right, we're, we're like, forcing like, we're it. In
2: football, I can be more realistic, but in hockey, it's literally true. Like I believe it. Like it's literally indoctrinated me. Like I think that the Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup. I don't know.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. Like we talked, Ace, we talked about the last dance thing with both of our yeah, teams with the Penguins. It's a legitimate and thing, so especially in hockey. It's a sport
2: it,
3: like that. Huff, you were preaching that last year. <laughs> well, it's
1: this year now. <laughs> yeah, it's this year it's, now. It's, it's, now. It's, isn't it? And three and then it's three next more year years, and they don't do it this year. And I'm cool <laughs> with it. Just keep running it back.
2: <laughs> the Bruins actually went with one-year deals for those old guys, though. That's the I, I remember Huff, We've touched on this on the pod earlier in the season. and on Twitter, you and I had a debate. I'm
1: surprised that the the penguins gave those deals to those old guys. You just, I uh, yeah, but I don't know. You see all this, that's where they keep pulling all these like random, like this trio has been yeah, together yeah. longer than this. It's like, that is pretty sick to say, like is a front is ma- a front office manager be like, yeah, I won three cups in two different air, er- yeah, like yeah, yeah. six, seven years but apart with the same years? core. How long are they
2: signed?
1: I think Sid's two more years. And I think Malkin, we just redid him. In right. Yeah. Yeah. We what just did both all of them the so that they're they They're both they're both all the time. Like four that's or five. All a fucking I mean long
2: time for both of them. Yeah.
1: Though I don't think they'll play out those that's contracts, true. and I think when Latang got it was a lot like some of them I saw Latang's, I think it was like heavy front loaded. So the back he's not making a lot of money, so he'll probably just retire and take the pay.
2: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean they probably know they're gonna retire paying, so I guess.
3: This I think this will be a thing. That's
2: last the goal. Year. At this
1: point, you have to. Uh, at this point, all three of them have to retire. The best well, you know Crosby.
3: Crosby's not going nowhere. Lemieux
2: will not. Matt, yeah. you Lemieux, remember last you could, year when the Penguins like, sucked at the beginning? It was like Crosby to the Rangers.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that would.
2: Like, uh, that would what's his name?
1: Bissonette on Chicklets has been saying Crosby to the Avalanche for like two seasons. Yeah, but the Penguins keep saying they just
3: relevant. want they just want McKinnon and Crosby together. Right. Yeah, but if right. if the
2: Chico- slumping Chicago Blackhawks can't move Patrick Kane, there's no way the Pittsburgh Penguins who are always in
3: the hunt are going to get rid of Sidney Cross.
1: You just reminded me of that that's why I like the Rangers to win the east cuz I think the Rangers get Patrick Kane before the end of the season.
3: They they he will be moved before the end of the season.
1: He'll be moved to What's the, the
2: haul
3: part. for uh, Patrick Kane, you think?
1: Not picks. Fuck those picks. Rangers are trying to win a cup in the that's next two saying. years. Yeah, they're definitely going all out right now. How could you not? Right. Especially with Tampa Bay, low-key, like, not declining. I hate to use that word, but, like, we saw them got well, – they finally got beat. They looked unbeatable yeah. for the past how many years? Worst team in the league. And what do you guys, guys got
2: off the top of your head? Oh. Flyers. I don't know.
1: I like, like, like – Blackhawks. Yeah, I was going to say Kraken. Blackhawks. Kraken a sneaky be team out it'll west. will be better, like the but dunk. they're
0: still not there.
1: Arizona would
0: get their scrappy I'm wins. saying the Flyers are the worst team in Montreal. the NHL by far.
1: Montreal. Flyers. Nah, f- Montreal has skill, too, and they got St. Louis at the coaching. Is, yeah. They
3: have a 22-year-old captain.
1: Yeah. yeah he's yeah, but younger than S- me. No, St.
3: Louis
2: And did, it's in Saint Montreal well with them in the second half. Depending on Carey Price, too, right? Is that guy ever going to play hockey again?
3: Yeah, I think they got to move on from N- that guy.
2: No, yeah, he's, no he's out
3: this year. He's out the entire year. Injury, or is he sitting out again? I think he had like a like a like a no. health issue, like kind of like how Lankwas had the heart issue. Yep, yep. I thought Latang had that too, didn't? Mm-hmm. What did he have? He had like
2: a
1: stroke, a, stroke a couple years, years
3: ago. So, blood clot. That's tough. How do you come back from that? He's a dog. Not a really sure. cup Oh, it's a this knee a injury, but it's yeah. a it's it's a knee injury, but it's like a reoccurring knee injury that they're just like taking really seriously. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. His I wouldn't status have for that twenty. His status... His status
2: for the season is in doubt, it says. Jake Allen, the net minder. <laughs> Serviceable, but God at best. Um, yeah, All right. I think that's all we got on hockey, though. Oh, we got our picks tonight, though.
0: Yes, sir. Lots to uncover in the NHL. We got some picks tonight. We got a pick tonight, rather. Two too.
1: Canes, Canes, minus one and a half, and Ducks money line. Yeah, I mean, yeah same. Yeah, point, same point. Same points
2: Same points that I said um, for my Stanley Cup pick. I mean, you got Canes at home with Freddie Anderson, Brent Burns. That whole lineup's ready to go. Opening night against. This is sh- for.
1: Yeah, we gotta. We, I guess we gotta. I guess we have to clarify. This is for. This is for Wednesday, October twelfth. We are recording our picks are for tonight, not tomorrow. I don't know if the Canes or Ducks play tomorrow, but just to verify. Yeah. So yeah, so we don't have any, so we don't have any confusion tomorrow night. People were fucking taking those picks and then. Bitching yeah, we not
2: to say too much then, because it already have happened. But Kane's minus a goal and a half over the Blue Jackets, and we got the Ducks money over the Kraken, though.
1: Both Kraken. Kings are also regular let's season go.
3: wagons, They're like the Packers what? of the NHL. They're gonna put up like eight goals.
1: <laughs> All right, let's whip some football.
0: Yes, let's jump into some NFL. Like I said, in week five, we dominated, doing very well across the board in all our picks. So let's jump in and right into week six. First up, we have our Thursday night game, the Washington Commanders at the Chicago Bears. The Bears are our favorite this week with just a point, minus one. A pick them on the money line at minus 108 on FanDuel, and the over-under at 37.5. Coming in, as our lowest over-under of this week. The trends I got for this one are since 2010, the 9-2 and 2 straight up on the Thursday Night Football games for the Commanders. Also since 2010, the first year head coaches are 1-11 and 11 straight up on Thursday Night Football. What do we think here? Mac, you want to start us off?
3: Yeah, can we just talk about how uh, the NFC least is no more? This division is statistically the best division in football right now and I think it's going to keep rolling with those uh, top two teams. The, in that, in that the NFC beast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. NFC beast. I love it. Alright, huh? Um, Settle down, Mr. Yeah. New York Philly. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, coming into this game, neither team is good at all. I, you, Everyone knows how much I don't like
2: Justin Mr. Fields. Mr.
1: New York Philly. Get the fuck out Hey, of they here.
3: make you money. You can't be mad. You have to
1: accept it. Philly didn't. Philly didn't. New York. Off, let me hear a Philly weekend. Philly. Philly. <laughs> Don't do it. Did a team do it this weekend?
2: Um well they <laughs> Who scored no, on Zach a Philly Philly? Jack Wilson, Zach Zach Wilson, Wilson, Wilson against the Steelers. Oh, did you guys see the was it the Cowboys Mackie? Um someone had a really big hit that blew up a uh a Philly special. Oh, you know what it was? Nope, it was the Ravens in the prime time against the Bengals. They tried to do a Philly special to Joe Barrow. And, like, the Ravens played it perfectly on defense. So I love to see it, actually. They blew up the wide receiver in the backfield on the goal line.
3: I don't even think I saw. Oh,
2: Marcus Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters. That was a great yeah, play, that was wasn't Mar- it? Mar- you, Mar- never, you never it. see yeah. people, like, defend that perfectly, and they did, and I loved seeing them. Yeah, that was but cool. But
1: to get back to this game, I'm with uh, – Mackie, I don't know if you gave a pick on this yeah, one. I God, I mean, I like the Commanders to win this. I think you said it first, though. I'm right with – you you go ahead just say your point yeah i
3: mean <laughs> just two shitty teams i don't like justin fields the only thing about this game is that you know you got those comments from ron rivera this week about uh why they aren't succeeding in this division and he 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 just plainly said quarterback but then he went on to say that like he he doesn't he doesn't not like his quarterback situation i don't know i, I think he tried to save his own ass but
1: I think it's kind of like spark a fire under his ass. I
3: hope it does. I th- I kind of hope Carson Wentz comes out and is like, you know what, I'm better. I'm better than this, and he does whatever he needs to do, and he gets a win against a shitty Bears team. Because I think this Commanders team is better than a one and four record. Um, Their defense is bad. Yeah, the defense is really bad. Chase Young's obviously still out. It, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to see, seem stupid there, but. Um, yeah, no, he's still out. Yeah, I mean, I just think the Commanders are the better better bad team here and i think uh even on the road in prime time game they'll get it done yeah
1: you want know to what's crazy is yeah, i'm, right I'm like i like commanders
2: i'm leaning mo- commander's money line but i said it last week i think someone said they're going to take commander's money line i don't know if anybody ended up carding it. i don't think so but um i think one of you were saying that you like them i took them em. I took you, t-
3: em. you took them i you- took them off card but yeah you, yo, you were dude, saying I you like them so do you remember what i said week. to you I said,
2: I, I like no, the Commanders every time, but they've been screw... They screw you. Like, they look... They should win, and they Dude. can't... They avoid... They snatch defeat from the jaws of victory.
3: Like, last week, Carson Wentz had the ball on the... First and goal from the one with 25 seconds left, and you can't... You have four plays to do it. Just oh, my keep, God. When you texted, I was behind, and I was behind, and in the group chat, you texted, like, Titans in, like, capital letters, and I just... Threw my phone across the room. I was so mad. Dude, that's why I can't take them. I like, like I'm
2: leaning them, but I can't. I, I can't. Like, that's terrible. How did he not win that game? Like, Carson Wentz, yeah, goaded at losing. Like, one of the best losers there is of all time. But, yeah, I like them too. Oh I like God. them this week. I think he has a good week too. Like, he didn't even play bad that game. He had a good game. But he lost. He's just not clutch, man. He's just not clutch. Yeah. Oh, my God. God that hurts. But like I don't yeah. think he needs to be clutch here though. Do we do we give him one more redemption shot? Is Ramavera giving him a redemption <laughs> shot this week?
3: I I mean I already threw my actual money on it, so I'm going I'm probably gonna put it yeah, on the Yeah, so you are, yeah. Oh I'm ahead of it. I don't want this line to keep moving.
1: If this if this is a Sunday one o'clock game, are you betting this?
3: Absolutely the fuck not. But Mackey's Mackie's, <laughs> Mackie's anti
2: bears too. The Bears aren't good. Like we've gone over this a lot of times. But like they hang in games, is it their defense? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I think. it's Oh, just what about, about the rookie team. who made his debut last week? Uh, he ended up getting in the end zone for the Bears wide receiver. We're, I don't even know who the fuck. I don't
1: I'm know talking what you're talking about. about. I thought I'll find about Robinson for the. Commanders.
2: No, I'll find it last week. But you, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That brings up my point. Probably good odds on this. I'm thinking on Thursday Night Football if Brian Robinson is a go. Um, should be. Out. I haven't heard otherwise. But look at his TD prop. How much can you see them in the prime time saying, and just coming back after his injury being shot in the leg, gets in the end zone on the prime time. What a better time to do it. <laughs> if they get on the goal line, low-scoring game, I, I can see them grabbing a touchdown. It's Vilas Jones. Velas Jones, he's good. He's a good. Wide Never seat. even heard of him. Yep. Huff, you know who he is?
1: No, where'd he get a score? Um,
2: let's see. Pull it up, Mac. You got it? He went to Tennessee. Yeah, he's on that good Tennessee. And he's from Mobile, Alabama. He's pretty quick. And you know what? You know what so Justin Fields said. Wasn't good
3: enough to go to Bama.
2: You remember what Justin Fields said at the beginning of the year? I think I brought this up. How he said his weapons were terrible, or whatnot, worse than he played with at college. He's probably because all of his good he guys were hurt. He said that. Yeah, he said that because they were all hurt. If you looked at the beginning of the season, they had no Mooney, no Velas
3: Jones, and their three whoever That's it was. That's still, dude. You don't say that about your own like teammates. Oh t-mates. yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. You know you you can you can think it, but
2: maybe it was like a ball sack sports tweet that got me uh thinking it caught me
3: lacking but i think i believe it if uh it's true wouldn't you well is darnell mooney out to start this start the season
2: yeah it was in it was in training camp preseason like their whole their whole depth chart was down it was probably ball sack sports
3: you know what i'm talking about you heard of that yeah, 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 yeah. They just send out the bullshit tweets. They like, it'll, it'll but get you but they're off like, they're too.
2: close though. It's like the onion, if you know what that is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm leaning. I'm, I'm oh, Do I give them the redemption shot? I guess I do. Commanders money line. myself into it. Carson Wentz, you played well, but you suck. Oh, change my mind.
0: Maybe a team play out of that. It sounds like Commanders money line is raining across the board for this Thursday night game. But let's jump into our Sunday 1 o'clock matchups. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Bucks coming in as the favorite at 8.5 points, their money line at minus 400, and the over-under sitting at 43.5. Some trends I got for this one are the Steelers, as the home underdog in the last 20 years, are 15-9 straight up and 17-4-3 against the spread. And the Bucs are 1-5 against the spread in their last six against Pittsburgh. So what do we think about Steelers plus 8.5 here? Seems to be what the trends are saying. Huff, start us off here. What do you think?
1: Yeah, obviously uh, coming off a brutal loss against a Buffalo Bills team, final score was like 38-3, to three, uh, blowing them out. Uh, the spread for that one was 14. We see another big spread here this week. Uh, with Tampa Bay and uh, Tom Brady coming to town, uh, for Pickett's first home start as a Steeler, um, in the regular season, I I don't hate the Steelers plus the points here. I don't know this team's fucking broken my heart so much so far this year with my bets and just when they should win games, A.K. that Jets game pissed me off, and um, obviously last week I took them plus 14, but I didn't really expect too much out of that, but. Um, this week, I think that place is going nuts for Pickett's first start at home. I don't think they win the game, but uh, I don't hate them plus 8.5. It's kind of the same situation. I really didn't love the Giants to win that game against the Packers. I know that game was in London, but um, just give me the points. I'll take the 8.5. Huff,
2: got to disagree with you heavily here. After watching that uh, Bills Steelers game, I know you guys were at great time, but uh, Bill's rolled them, and I think the Bills have one of the best defenses in the league, definitely one of the best in the AFC. I think the Bucks have the best defense in the NFC, or if not the best in the NFL as well. So I don't see how the Steelers are going. Said it last week. I don't see how the Steelers are going to score points and with so much firepower on the other side. I don't know how the Steelers are going to stop letting up points. So I like the the Bucks full spread. Probably going to tease it like I did last week, um, just to play it safe. If you can get the, that means I'll be getting the Bucks at one and a half or two. Love that. Um, they'll be in a two team teaser for sure, probably on the card. Um, yeah. So I like the Bucks there, and I'll probably be looking at some props in that game.
3: I'm um, um I'm on I'm the complete opposite side of you, Ace. Uh, I mean Steelers has eight point spreads in Heinz Field or Acershire Stadium, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But um, they're Tom, Mike Tomlin's not not getting blown out this game. The Bucks are nothing compared to the Bills. Yeah, they got dismantled last week. They got embarrassed, but that Bills team, offense and defense probably the best in the league on both sides of the field. You can make the argument for that at least. Um, Bucks don't really have anything going on offense. You know, Tom Brady's got a lot of shit going off the field that's clearly playing into his um, play on the field. And then, I mean, that defense is very good, don't get me wrong, but it's not the Bills' defense. And I I think uh, the Steelers at home with their environment can definitely get something going. I but, like the under as well. I think it's a low-scoring game. That's why that's why I think the Steelers keep it close because I don't see them putting up that too many points. So, uh I think it's more of a low scoring game and uh, they cover the eight points, I think. I like I like the under there, but I just that pat I know that the Bills
2: defense as a whole is probably better than the Bucks, but the Bucks front seven is better than the Bills, I would say. Um, if you go man for man there. Um and I think that extra pressure on Kenny Pickett, I don't think they're gonna be able to get anything going on offense. I love that underplay though. Um but yeah, I like the Bucks a lot. Definitely gonna tease it on my card, but I'll probably take them spread too.
3: Here's my other. Here's my other thing about that game is that the Steelers are not one of the. I don't think they're one of the worst five teams in the league. I do. And um, you do. One yeah. of the worst five teams in the league. Yeah. All right. Well, I I don't think they're one of the worst five teams in the league. And uh, coming off a thirty-eight to three loss, teams like that bounce back. Without
1: TJ Watt, they aren't. They're. Mackie, I know last week we were looking at the, or anytime I say the crazy percentage of money, we just jump it the other way. But Tampa Bay spread, it's opened at minus 5.5, obviously at minus 8.5 now, so we're seeing a heavy amount of the money go on them. It's 75% of the money is on Tampa Bay spread, and an astonishing 98% is on Tampa Bay to win this game. Yeah, see, um,
3: the line movement makes sense there. You're, you're but, jumping three points on 75%. It doesn't uh, work every time. The, bu- the Bills slaughtered them no, last that, week. No, definitely not. Def- it definitely doesn't work every time. I don't um, I don't but, dude, no, but it worked for me.
1: Last week, my picks were literally just fading the public. I just looked at public money, and I'm just like, okay, I'll take the Jets plus 3.5. Okay, I'll take the Bengals plus 3.5. The Jets and like Bengals are better.
2: The Jets and Bengals can score, though. I don't know how the Steelers are going to score.
3: It's
1: Vegas. Steelers don't need to score. The I don't know NFC. how the.
3: I don't know how this. I mean, I guess it makes sense now. But nobody thought the Seahawks were going to beat the uh, Broncos on Week One. Yeah, but the Broncos are turning. knew to be how Geno Smith was going to move the ball. I don't think Tom Brady loses to Kenny that, that not, See, the Kenny Pickett. That was a That was a ninety-three
1: percent money line. The
3: Bucks are not that good this year. They're not a Super Bowl contending team. Mm, the NFC is weak. At at this moment, they are 100% not a Super Bowl contending team. Who, who's better than them in the NFC? Uh, Eagles. Eagles.
2: I, I definitely think um, I Eagles, take the Fly, Eagles, play Eagles, Vikings, then, then, 49ers. Yeah, but you're thinking about that stuff. Then you're going to go. It's literally like we've seen. It's a tale as old as time, though. I know he hasn't looked good. It's Tom Brady versus Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, and Kenny Pickett. You just, Those are three guys that you're like, uh
3: he I lost the Super
2: Bowl to Nick Foles. But no, Brady's team, it's not even just Brady, though, the team around him is so good. They could just pound the rock behind that O-line with Leonard Fournette all game and they would kill the Steelers this week, I think. I don't think the Steelers can score many points with Pickett. Is all I'm saying. It, if there's another team, I don't like the Bucks spread. I don't think the Bucks are that good at all. I just don't really believe in the Steelers at all. That's what it is. They haven't shown me anything. Like, they couldn't score against the Patriots.
3: At all, that's just a defensive game. Cowboys put up three points against the Bucks. They're four and one now. Yeah, but that was before they put in their better quarterback. Yeah, it's just a defensive game, is what I mean. Like it it happens. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. We've seen these games all along. Like I don't think the Steelers can do as much as the Cowboys and the Bucks defense. We've seen it all year with the Bucks. Look at their record. All of their wins are based off of that defense. You know. That's what I really believe in. I think the Bucs defense is one of the best units in the league that pass. Same. With the two linebackers they have, too, David and White. But, yeah, you'll see that on my card.
0: Yeah. Lots of good opinions here out of the, one o'clock, the first 1 o'clock game, the Bucs and Steelers. So let's jump to the next one, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. In this one, we got the Colts' favored at minus one and a half, their money line at minus 126, the Jags' money line at plus 108, and the over-under sitting at 42 and a half. No trends for me in this one. Ace, you want to get us going and start this this one off?
2: Yeah, so this is an interesting matchup. We've been touching on the AFC South a lot. We don't think it's a very good division. We're kind of confused, and I think everybody's trying to scope out who's going to come out of it. So um, a lot of our our team's picks has really been Jaguars and uh, Colts. I you know some people have even— Thought about the Titans, but none of us are firm believers there. Um, One thing I'm literally looking at right now, I'm looking at the Jonathan Taylor injury status. Still out Wednesday, and they're optimistic that Taylor will play. That doesn't sound like a good sign to me with your franchise player. I'd probably hold him out another week if it were me personally. But, um, yeah, Matt Ryan's starting to play a little bit better, I guess, than he did at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm going to stay away from this game on the card, definitely. If I had to lean away, I'm definitely leaning Holt money line um or minus 1 It's fine but uh yeah nothing crazy here it's going to be a divisional game sure it should be low scoring 42 and a half is a low line um you could hear what you guys have to say about this definitely you know, I'm staying away from them.
1: yeah I, I i'm i like the jaguars i they i think they win the game outright i don't want the one and a half i'll take them i have them plus 110 i don't know what you said the money line was but i think the jaguars coming to indianapolis win this game outright they have the colts number uh, I don't know what the stat is, but I remember seeing a stat they just either cover or win like every game they play the Colts. So, um, and this year obviously 24 nothing in like week two. So, I'll take the Jags. This is a game that uh, I don't. I,
3: at first look, I wouldn't really have a play on. Uh, it's a division that we really haven't figured out yet. There's been a lot of. Uh, in uncertainties in this division, um, Jacksonville looked good to start the season. their last two weeks, they haven't looked very good. Obviously, losing that game out right last week to Houston after being seven-point favorites, so I think Vegas cooled down on them a little, uh, made them underdogs here. Um, you know, Matt Ryan shown. I guess he's shown signs of life here and there. He's got a he's got a few nice wins under his belt. He got a nice, um, pretty all defensive game last, uh, last Thursday night against the. Broncos. They came out on top, twelve ten, without even scoring a touchdown. But um, I, learn, I think the Colts get but... it done this week. I think uh, that defense is a little too much for Trevor Lawrence and that struggling Jacksonville team right now. And yeah, I think the Colts find a win here.
1: I just can't bet on them after what I just I, saw last week. Um, I'm not.
3: I'm not betting on this game at all. I'm just for the sake of the. Podcast yeah. Okay. A pick.
1: I, I want to make. Yeah, you did say that. I forgot you said that.
3: It's definitely something I'll stay away from. It's probably one of the wor- worst games of the, of the week. Harder ones to get. But over, like, I done. could low
1: key see Trevor Lawrence kind of like get right in this an game. Important an definitely. important. I love to game. Use the term "get an right" important game. Game in
2: the season and the complexity of it for the division, but a very boring game. Sunday, one o'clock with the rest of the slate.
1: This is huge for their division. If the Colts want to win the division, they're already 0-1 against the Jags. you got to win on home field, but the Jags have their number. I'm telling you, I like the Jags. I think it's going to be a, a close
0: game.
3: I wouldn't say a good game, but it'll definitely be a close game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think it's going to be a low-scoring, kind of boring game. Close, like you said, Mackie. All righty, let's move forward to the next game. Cincinnati Bengals at the New Orleans Saints. The Bengals are the favorite at 1.5 points again. Their money line at minus 126. Saints plus 108 over under at 43.5. Very similar to that last game. Some trends I got here are since 2014, the Saints are 2-14 against the spread when hosting AFC opponents. And also since 2014, the Saints are 0-4 against the spread as a home underdog versus those AFC opponents. So not a lot looking at... In favor of the Saints' spread here, again, only plus one and a half in the Saints, for the Saints. So what do we think here? Mackie, you want to get us going? Yeah, I'll start this one out. This is the most tilted
3: game of the week in terms of uh, where the money is. So Cincinnati got 87% of the bets on them. The line hasn't moved. It's moved to half a point. And they have 91% of the public bet on their money line. So I, I the public is obviously all for this game, as they should be at first glance this uh Bengals team should definitely win this game I don't know I, I I would like the Bengals but with seeing money like that I can't bet against that so um I think the Saints will get it done here I think the, at home they have a good chance against a not a struggling Bengals team anymore obviously they started out the season 0-2 and they were struggling but uh they put up two wins after that and they obviously uh lost a heartbreaker against the Ravens last week off of the foot of Justin Tucker, Tucker but um I don't know. I think they fall into a little ditch here, and I think the Saints can figure something out uh, on their home on their home field.
1: I'm right there with you. I saw the same stat. Give me Saints. Um, I'm the same way. I'll take the points. I see plus two on on uh, MGM. I'm interested as if the money keeps going on Cincinnati, uh, if we might be able to find like a three, but just a plus three. I'd love that. But I do think they win the game. I think, like you said, Bengals. Uh, they're both both these teams are three, two and three. Uh, I think this Saints defense gets the job done. I'm leaning on the under. Um, I think uh, Lattimore handles one of the Bengals receivers, and they're forced to maybe bring Boyd and Higgins into conversation in this game and see what they can do. But uh, I like the Saints. I'll take the points, and I'm leaning on the under. But I do like the Saints in this game. Joe Burrow's going to have a tough time with that uh,
3: pass rush and that with, the, with his offensive line. I'm sure he's used to it by now, but. I'm on. I'm on the. Uh, I'm keep actually on money. the
2: other side than you guys here. I agree that that pass rush is going to be tough, and it's not going to be an easy one here for Joe Barrow. That's why I like where the line sits. But I'm going to take the uh, Bengals money line here. I think that Joe Barrow is starting to win some games again. Um, so he needs to really get back on track to keep himself in the hunt. Um, like I mentioned, the Steelers earlier going down with injuries. I think that team's faded in my opinion. And I think the Browns are beatable. So I think the Bengals can really step up in that AFC North. Uh, I think behind the leg of Evan McPherson, he's gonna. Mackie, this is definitely a game that I'm gonna take Evan McPherson over one and a half field goals. If I'm gonna card one, that might be one. If you want to remind me, um, I love that play yeah, this week definitely. with that defense from the Saints. I like an under here. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely like the Bengals, but I'm definitely gonna play that over one and a half McPherson field goals here. I like that play here. Right, like might be on that with you. I don't know if they're going to get into the end zone that much because, of, like you said, that defense is so good for New Orleans. I think they win the game, um, but I think they're going to be putting up threes.
3: They have enough offense to get in the field goal range, too, you know. Yeah, here and there. Get what they need. Because, you know, the Saints aren't offensive powers, obviously, either. So.
2: Oh, yeah. My, my last point I meant to bring up earlier is they're so they're so battered by injuries too. Um, Jameis Winston, even if he does play, has been limited in practice, and he kind of relies on his mobility a little bit. Um, but still, even if he's a little hindered, that's going to hurt. Olave got knocked out of the game last week. Michael Thomas could be out. Kamara's been banged up, um, so they have a lot of question marks on that offense. I know it's going to be T- Taysom Hill prop bet. If anybody's looking for a good value prop bet, probably Taysom Hill. Right, guy just finding the end zone. So, yeah, those are my plays on that game.
1: Yeah, so um do you say what do you say Bengals money line you're leaning but you like a couple of the props? Yeah exactly. Okay.
3: Did you see uh, uh the right. Saints just signed Jordan Howard?
2: That's scary, I don't like that. It's not good news for Kamara. You don't like right? that as a I like the signing, but that's no, not, not a good sign, right? For Kamara, no, not at all. Um, and with Olave, I know even if these guys are playing, they've been banged up and off the practice field, off the game field, like Olave, Thomas, Kamara, Winston. That's like your whole offense, right? So, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I like
3: Joe Burrow there. You're not wrong.
0: All right, rolling through. Next up, we have the New York Jets at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are the favorite here. At minus 7. Their money line is sitting at minus 350 in the over-under at 45.5. The trend I got for this one is since 2019, the Packers are 18-8 and eight against the spread at home in the regular season, and they're currently on a 9-2 and two against the spread streak. So a lot looking in the Packers' favor for this game. But what do you think, Mackie? Your New York Jets here, 7 solid points. Do you think they can cover that? Don't worry, I don't know what New my York New York Jets, Jets, Jets are gonna. <laughs> oh, Huffs New York Jets now.
3: <laughs> yeah, Huffs all about the uh, Northeast nowadays. But um, I don't know. <laughs> this is this is a tough game because you know this Jets team we've see, we've seen what they've been able to do. I mean they're three and two New York Jets right now, and I don't think any of us would have thought that we could say that right now. I could see. That I I thought I would be looking at an 0 and five Jets team right now, but um, going up against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, who are coming off a Pretty disgusting loss to um, the Giants last week, so their confidence is a little depleted in my opinion. And the Jets is through the roof right now, and they got all their weapons going. Zach Wilson looks pretty good, so I I like the Jets with the points here. I think they can uh, at least keep the game close. We've seen them backdoor cover a few games, actually backdoor win them outright. But um, I like this Jets team. I slept on them very early in the year, but they've grown. They've grown on me. My New
1: York Jets. I'm going to ride, I guess they're my New York Jets as well. I like them. I have them on MGM plus 7.5 minus 115. I will take the plus 7.5 Zach Wilson riding into Lambeau, hitting the gritty in the end zone maybe. I don't know. I like the Jets here, plus 7.5. I'll take that. Rodgers didn't look good last week against a a Giants team that I've also been high on, Um, but I like the Jets with the points here. Give me the Jets.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. You guys love the Jets. I could never bet on them. I don't think the gangrene JETS suck, suck, suck. Not anything behind that. Not going to bet on the Packers here, though. Scared me last week after uh, losing to the Giants. What is that, Aaron Rodgers? But, um, yeah, no. Uh, seven and a half points is a lot, though. I do I do like your play there, but I'm not definitely not riding it. Um, Zach Wilson's not grittying at Lambeau that deep. It's way too good. Um, I think it's too cold for him, too. But, yeah. Uh,
1: if he does, if he does, what will you do? Uh, we have to have like a little friendly bet. No money. We have a friendly gotta, bet. What do we have to do? He's
3: got to wear like some jersey or something on the next pod. He's got to wear either a Steelers or a Zach. <laughs> yeah, he's to Zach- a Zach Wilson jersey and wear it. If Zach Wilson hits a grady, I'll wear a Jets shirt. No, it's got to be a <laughs> Zach Wilson Jets jersey. Nobody has. Or if one you could find a BYU, if you can find a BYU Zach Wilson jersey, that'll be pretty sick
1: too. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be honestly. If cooler. I was a Mormon, I'd
2: definitely <laughs> own one, but I am not, sadly. Um, but it's yeah, Jets
1: it. plus seven, I love it. Yeah, that's that's
2: crazy seven and line. A half. Um, I'm probably gonna look at props in this game for sure. Definitely some rushing ones for Dylan and Jones. Uh, yeah. Uh, not touching anything in this game. Also, good defense by the Packers, but like I said, they just lost the Giants, so it's kind of a letdown spot. Staying away there.
0: Yeah, all good there. The next one up, we have the New England Patriots at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are the favorite this week at two and a half points. Their money line at minus 142 and the over under at 43 and a half. No trends from me here, but Ace, why don't you get us going yeah, on Yeah,
2: pretty pretty cool game to look at here. Um, You know, the New England Patriots coming off a big win after uh, against the Lions team, shutting down the number one ranked offense in the league, holding them to zero points. The Browns playing some good football, but just slipping short of wins. They're also another team that snatches defeat from the jaws of victory. Um, Nick Chubb, best running back in the league, though. It's been evident, so... Uh, Obviously, everybody should take his props every week. He's Nick Chubb. I mean, he gets over 100 yards every game. But if there was a week for him to be shut down, it could be this week. Um, The New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. He's a defensive mastermind. Oh, yeah, there it is. Zach Zach Wilson person time of the year. I am a fan of him. But uh, (laughs) but not...
1: I hope he fucking not, scores a touchdown. Not on so the bad. field.
2: Well, yeah, it's not score a touchdown. It has to do with the gritty. If he doesn't
3: but... gritty, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's what All right. I, yeah. So back to my Patriots take though. Like I said, that defense is gonna play well against Jacoby Brissett, a former quarterback of Bill Belichick. I like the Patriots money line here. Um, you can probably tease them up though to almost ten points. So that's that's really nice too. But uh, another under week, Mackey I think has been riding Peach or he's taken it for the Patriots under. It's a good good play. The way they play football, Ramondre Stevenson is going to eat. He's a beast out of the backfield. I don't think they'll have an answer for him. Um, but I do like the under here with two low passing offenses. Giving the Patriots in the under and Ramondre Stevenson to get in the end zone.
3: Yeah. Asa started this, uh, this game off with, we got a good game here and I, I just have to. I just have to disagree with that. I think this is one of the worst. Me games
1: too. Of the <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna be like, yeah, Bursette versus Zappi. What competitive a competitive game. game. <laughs>
2: competitive game. Mac Jones also might play. That, by the way.
3: <laughs> that being said, um, I, I can't really pick a side here. I think the Browns. I, I would definitely lean Browns, especially with the uncertainty at the quarterback position for the Patriots. I know Zappi, How did he even do last week? Did he? Did he play all right? He he did play well. He
2: he's a game manager for sure. But he has he has right, some athletic right, ability.
3: Well, I, I just, I definitely wouldn't, um, definitely wouldn't put my money on a quarterback like that. Not yet, in, not this early in his career, at least. Good point. Um I like the under. I think it's a slow game. I think it's a defensive game. I, I, we've seen the Browns play down or play into a slower game than they than they're used to against teams like this. So uh, I de- I definitely think it's more of a defensive game, and I think the Patriots' defense shows a lot this game. I think they contain. Chubb about as much as you can contain him this year. Obviously, he's going to get his yards, and he's going to get his touches, but um, I think they keep him to a, a little under, maybe under 100 yards. I think he goes under 100 yards this game. But uh, my official play on of this game is just the under. I don't really have it. I don't lean aside. Also, if anything, also, I, would, I would just go.
2: Mackie, last week, Jacoby anything, Myers did come
3: back. One of the more
2: underrated receivers in the league, he put up a day, had over 130 yards in a touchdown. So, good to see him back.
1: Mackie, I couldn't agree. I mean, I know Ace, I know you said the under too. I couldn't agree more though, Mackie. I kind of, I like the under in this game. I think Chubb and Hunt kind of control the game. Uh, and Ace, to what you said, Ramondre Stevenson's been having a nice past couple weeks for the Patriots. Uh, and I think it is a defensive game. Both teams have pretty good, damn good defenses. Uh, the Patriots have shown last week putting up a uh, goose egg against – or. Er, putting a goose egg on the board for the lions uh winning that game i think it was what 29 nothing yeah 29 nothing with Ace. a defensive score yeah so the defense has gotten it done for the patriots so far this year um you said the unders have been hitting i do like that under 43 um but i'm with you mackie i do think if i had to lean aside i like the browns just because of the rushing attack and uh They've been shown to put up the points to win the games, but Ace, like you said, they just keep choking them away, so I think we might all be leaning on this under. I do like it.
2: What was I going to say? A couple more points on the game before we, we hop off this one. I know nobody else is too excited about this as I am. Competitive game, though. Um, Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson has the top dog there. That's why I like the props. They're going to look at all of them. Um, Damian Harris out for a few weeks, so they're going to feed him. Last, last week, he had like 30. 30 carries or something like that for over 100 yards and was scoreless. So I'm going to look for him to eat again as the top option besides Jacoby Myers out there. And the Browns, on the other hand, I think if there's a good chance for someone to stop the run, it's that Bill Belichick defensive front. It's been pretty stymie so far.
0: Ace, very excited about this game, but it sounds like the under might be the play for the boys here. So next up, we got the Minnesota Vikings at the Miami Dolphins. The Vikings are our favorite this week at minus three and a half. The money line at minus one seventy six, and the over and at forty five and a half. The trends I got for this one is the over is ten and two in Minnesota's last twelve Sunday road games, and the Dolphins won and covered four straight as the home dog, and are ten and three against the spread in their past thirteen. What do we think here? Mackie, you want to get us going on this one?
3: Yeah, um, I'm definitely leaning Minnesota this week. I also have been high on Minnesota this year. I think they're better than they've been in their, in their past years, and they uh, have more to play for this year with the Packers being depleted and uh, that division being up for grabs. They're pretty quietly 4-1. They haven't really been talked about too much. Justin Jefferson isn't having the year. I guess he's, he's, he's having a good year, don't get me wrong, but he's uh, had some quiet games here and there, uh, and um, – I don't know they just haven't really been figuring it out sometimes, but with the uncertainties with the Dolphins right now, um, you know, they have a new quarterback coming in, Teddy Bridgewater, even if he's active, he's not starting. Um, I know they're on the road here, but I think this Vikings team is one of the better teams in the league, and this Dolphins team obviously uh, had a tough week last week, and they just don't really have much going for them, so, at this moment at least. So I think the Vikings handle them pretty easily. I think this, they went by two possessions, and a uh, just come out of here with the win. End up five and one. I agree. I also think it'll be a, a
2: fun trip to South Florida for the uh, Minnesota Vikings at minus three and a half. I'll buy that half point and take a minus three. Um, you're referring to Jefferson's um, like inconsistency, but I think he gets back on track here. This is a, this is a get right game for him too. I think the Vikings as a whole play well. We saw Dalvin Cook come into his home last week. The first half, Vikings that they've been playing great in the first half lately. Might be something to look at there is the first half line on them. Um, also a team total over. But yeah, with Skylar Thompson at the helm, uh, I know Tua was practicing this week, but McDaniels already ruled him out and Teddy Bridgewater's out. I don't see how they're going to get it done. They don't have a sufficient running game with uh, Moster and Edmonds, and I don't think they'll be able to get the ball into their playmaker's hands. And their defense is good, but not good enough to shut down Kirk Cousins. It's not a primetime game, so yeah, give me the Vikings
1: minus three for sure. Might be a card play there. Yeah, I do. I'm leaning on the Vikings. I don't know. the the Dolphins are just so injured is what's scaring me. I don't like or I don't that's if Teddy Bridgewater plays in this game, there's so many guys that are questionable on the Dolphins side right now for me to really make make an official pick on this one. Um, but I could see Kirk Cousins and Jefferson having a day in this one. Uh it's just tough to call a spread. I do like you saying buy the half point uh and get the, the minus three. But um, you know, I don't know. I do like the Vikings. I guess I'll say Vikings minus 3.5, but uh, that'll be one to say. Look up for the social media, see what I'm, if I end up going with a pick on that game.
0: righty, the next 1 o'clock game up we got is the Baltimore Ravens at the New York Giants. The Ravens are our favorite in this matchup at 5.5 points. Their money line at minus 240 and the over-under at 44.5. The trends I got for this one is that the under is 10-1 and one in the Giants' last 11 games versus AFC North Division opponents. And the Ravens are 13-2 and two straight up in their, their last 15 non-conference games. What do we think in this one? Ace, you want to start us off here? Ravens coming in as the favorite in this matchup, but Giants not too looking too terrible this year. First year in a while, I think that the Giants are pleasing to watch. What do you think?
2: Um, I, I do like the bang, the Bengals. I was looking at their game last week. After they went over the Bengals last week, I like the Ravens um, to win this game. I think six points is a lot for this Giants team that has proven that they're, they're a pretty formidable squad. Their defense has been playing well. Daniel Jones has been efficient, and Barkley's winning them games. Um, they just beat a really good defense in the Green Bay Packers. But I think that this is one of the toughest threats they've faced yet, a dual-threat QB in Lamar Jackson with a lot of weapons and arguably the second best or yeah, definitely second best tight end in the league and Mark Andrews. Um, I do like the Ravens to win here. Not going to take a minus six. Um, not going to tease them either as my plus one, not on my card at least. Um, I'm going to take them off the card. going to look at some of the Ravens props again. Love looking at Lamar. I love looking at Dobbins and Andrews. Andrews has been a beast all year long. Definitely something to look at. I feel like you guys are going to be on the Giants here for sure, but I
1: think the Ravens do win this game, just not by the point spread. I've been riding the Giants too much this season to fade them in this spot at home, getting six points. Uh, I'll take the Giants plus six for all the reasons you said. Saquon's look good. Daniel Jones has been getting the job done, and the defense has just been holding on enough to win these games. Uh, last year or last week in London, uh, getting the win against Rodgers and the Packers and against, like you said, a very tough Packers defense. Uh, The Ravens haven't been covering spreads, getting six points against them. Um, I might even buy the point and go to seven because I have six on MGM. So I know you said five and a half, but I just said six is minus 110 on MGM. But I'm sure you could move that around. That might be an interesting tease, get the Giants up a little bit. But I do like the Giants plus six. They've been making me too much money to fade them.
3: Yeah, so uh, the Giants are the moneymakers this year and the Ravens are the opposite. At least in my opinion, or at least in my, uh, in my personal experiences, but um, I don't know. This is a tough game because I think that Lamar Jackson absolutely terrorizes this Giants defense, and I think he has a field day, especially uh, like you said, Ace. I think Mark Andrews gets finds the end zone at least once, but maybe twice. Um, he's gonna run all over them. He's gonna basically just do whatever he wants with them. The question is, are the Giants gonna be able to keep up? And I think the answer is yes, but. I don't know if they find a win here in this situation because I think that Daniel Jones is not going to be able to do what Lamar Jackson can do and that that Ravens defense although it's not very good I think uh I don't think this Giants team we say week in and week out how they're the worst three-in-one team that we've seen the worst four-in-one team that we've seen but they are proving themselves.
1: I don't think a they. I don't think they are. They're. I, I've been saying it no, now for the past aren't. couple they weeks. Aren't. I don't think they are. I think they're so under they are, underrated dude. that they, they are. just keep getting the job done. I don't think they're good at all, though. Man. Other, last, other
3: than last week. I don't think
1: they're the, other the, than the last worst. The worst. They the don't really team, have any
3: credible wins.
2: They're. They're not good. Oh, no, they're definitely. I think they lose this game this week. I would hope they get smoked though. Be nice. About time, right? This could be a team that could do it though. This
3: is a high-powered offense they haven't seen yet. You know. Yeah, I, I think it goes over cuz I think the Giants are going to get their points and obviously the Ravens are going to score Lamar Jackson is going to do what he wants with this defense. That, that Ravens but, you know, you defense got Saquon Barkley on so the different. side of the field. Ravens defense is going to eat too. Surprising, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And this Giants offense has been has been good. good too. So Yeah. I think it goes over. I I think the Ravens win this game out, right? I'm not going to so, touch the points. I'm not going to touch the line. I'm just going to go with the over.
2: Off the card off the card would you go Ravens over?
3: Wait, what? Off the card, would you go Ravens in the over? Off the card, I'd go Ravens. I might go over on the card. haven't decided. Okay. But it's, it's tough to put an over on the card, though. Overs have been so unprofitable this yeah. year. Especially the way
2: that... If the Giants win the game, it's going to be an under. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's crazy, but I do think the Ravens win. That's
3: my take. I I think the Ravens will come out on top, too. But I've, I've faded the Giants every single week, and... Not on the card, not on money, but just like for picks and uh I've been wrong every time, so never know.
0: righty, and let's move into our final one o'clock game. We got to, we got to cover the San Francisco 49ers at the Atlanta Falcons. The 49ers are our favorite in this matchup at five and a half points. Their money line at minus two forty and the over under at forty four and a half. Very similar again to that last game. I got a good trend for this one. One that's still alive for the first time in franchise history. The Atlanta Falcons are 5-0 against the spread, undefeated against the spread this season. They are the first 5-0 against the spread team to be under 500 in the past 40 years. So pretty interesting there. Do you think they are they cover this spread of 5.5 points and make it 6-0? and What do we got? Ace, you want to start us here?
2: Oh yeah, off the rip. I mean, Fal- Falcons have one of the scariest backdoor cover teams in the league. I know Mackie's been high on them. I think he did cover with them last week, right? Eight points. I and did, they covered yeah. six against three the weeks Buc. in a row. Yep. Th- they're all backdoor covers too, right? Like, th- so outright to win the game. I love the, I love the uh, Niners here. Five and a half. I kind of like that line too. I'll buy a half a point. I'm going to take this, the Niners spread just based off that defense. A lot of my picks I take are based off defense and trenches, and that's how they play the ball, play the game. Um, I think, Debo and Kittle will be able to get into the end zone this week against that, that weaker Falcons defense. But I don't think that they'll be able to get that backdoor cover late in the game. Um I know some of you guys might disagree with that one, but I do like the Niners do that defense. One of the best units in the league. Um yeah, give me the Niners
3: minus five by the half point. These are um these are two teams that are that are tough to read this year. I mean the Falcons obviously they're five and zero we got spread this year. Well, I've been one of the highest people on them. I've had them four out of the five weeks in their spread. So they've made me a lot of money. But um I don't know, this is a game where I can actually take I, I can I can look at their money line and say it's actually a good price because this Niners team, granted they're very good, they're they're one of the best prime time teams I think I've ever seen. And when it comes to off prime time, I don't I think they're a pretty average team. So this is a game where Jimmy Garoppolo could definitely come in and lose this game in in Atlanta. You're going, you're flying across the country, uh, you know you're, you're playing in a stadium you're not used to. You got a different environment, so I think this is a game where the where Atlanta this team that's five and zero against the spread this year. What are they two and three two and three? You're, I mean you, had, you played a close game. I know it was a backdoor cover last week against the Bucks, but it came down to a close game. I think they they um I think they can keep it close for long enough to um, come out with the fourth quarter win.
1: I'm I'm with you, Mackie. I think this is a trap game for the 49ers. I think the they played last week in Carolina, flew back to San Francisco, now back to Atlanta. I think the, the jet lag going to get to them here. I like the Falcons. I'll take the plus six, though. Ace, you're buying the point the other way. I'm going to buy it my way. I'll take the Falcons plus six. I got five and a half. I don't know what you said. You
3: really might see Falcons money line on my card.
0: Falcons money line at plus 198. 200 on MGM, just 200. Nice, 200 on MGM. Alrighty, that's going to wrap up our 1 o'clock slate. Let's jump into the 4 o'clock games. The first one up is the Carolina Panthers at the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams coming in as the heavy favorite here at 10.5 points. Their money line at minus 490 in the over-under at 40.5. No trends from me here, but Huff, start us off. What do you think about this matchup, 10.5 points?
1: Uh, obviously, the Rams last week coming off a pretty th- – not really a tough loss for them. It's against a good Cowboys team, in my opinion. Cooper Rush has been shown uh, he's going to get the job done for them uh, while he's playing quarterback, but this Rams team coming home, or I guess they were home last week, but home against a Panthers team who now is uh, Baker Mayfield questionable for this game. A lot of things going down for Carolina, firing their head coach, but Teams, when they fire their head coach, usually play pretty all right the next week. It's just the killer for me that Baker's not playing. This would be a game I'd love to take the Panthers plus 11, but I think that's obviously the reason why you're getting them at the plus 11. But um, I don't know. This is tough. I definitely will not have a pick for this one. Uh, probably going to double down on my Cooper Cup uh, over on the receptions like I did last week and wasn't able to come out uh, on the winning side. Uh, that's definitely something I'll be looking at, a lot of the Cup stuff. but um the far as the 11 point spread it's tough I'd love to take the Panthers plus 11 though but uh the quarterback situation is just what's killing me
2: yeah it's scary because the Rams have been so underwhelming all year long um but like you said the Panthers haven't shown much and without uh without Baker really even if he does play I know he's hurt and stuff but without him I don't I don't know what they're gonna do there it's too many points for the uh too many points for the Rams for me after after they got
3: shut down
1: by the Cowboys last week. That's what I'm saying. Like 11.
3: You guys think? You guys really think Sam Donald's that far of a drop off than Baker Mayfield this year? Is it P, Isn't uh, it P.J. Walker? It's just the Walker? name, I guess. Why isn't it Sam is Darnold playing? It is P.J. Walker. Why isn't Sam Darnold playing? He's still He's hurt, I guess, goats. from
1: a, early on in the year.
3: All right, different different conversation then. My bad. The boys will rally behind P.J. Walker, but. Uh,
2: I don't know. Maybe they feed McCaffrey and do the right thing. That's it's a that's a trap game for the Rams, though. Like, really, if they without Baker, they just feed McCaffrey. Their defense is formidable, and the way the Rams have been playing, they could lose any game. Not touching yeah. that game, definitely not. Cup for sure. Cop, this is we a- missed out last week on eight and a half, but I I feel confident running it back.
1: I think he ended with seven. He did end yeah. with seven. Yeah. So we'll this get is- it.
3: I mean this is definitely a game where I can't even find a play on. I don't like either line. There's Panthers are just bad and the Rams are so unpredictable. We know how good they can be, but they obviously haven't shown anything at all this year, so I, I don't like the over under, I don't like the spreads, I don't like anything on this game. I I genuinely can't find a find a play on this game to even like for the sake of conversation.
1: Cooper Cup. This Cooper is cup. not the hit the books game of the week. Definitely I can say not. that. Yeah, this
3: is a hit the this is a hit the books
0: Avoid at all costs.
3: Yeah. however you guys want to. We should uh we should think of a slogan for that. The worst game of the week. The toilet
2: bowl, yeah, of the, week. On
1: the best one of the week. The toilet bowl, yeah. Toilet bowl of the week.
0: I like it, the toilet bowl. Alright, let's move forward. The next four o'clock matchup we got is the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. Cardinals are favored at two and a half points Their money line at minus 144 In the over under at 51 and a half The only trend I got For this one is Kyler Murray is 17 and 6 and 2 against the spread On the road in the regular season In his career So pretty interesting there he doing, He's doing pretty alright against the spread But two and a half points In the Cardinals favor against uh, Alright Mediocre Seahawks I'd say Mackie what do you think
3: Geno Smith, man, that's, that's the only thing I really got to say here. I mean, he's having a quietly, like, one of the best, like, top top seven QB seasons this year so far, at least. I mean, he's got nine nine touchdowns, only two interceptions. He's thrown for 1,300 yards. I mean, he you haven't really seen – he's made some passes that you would only really see top five quarterbacks in the league make. I mean, this this guy is just – he's proved every single person wrong. And I you can't tell me that there's one person on this planet that thought that Geno Smith was going to have a year like this. Um, I know they're 2-3. and three. They're obviously not very good around him, even though like that whole entire team just had nothing going for them this year. But um, I think this is a game where they can win. It Cardinals do not impress me whatsoever. I know they're a better team on the road than they are at home, but I just can't find myself to find any confidence in Kyler Murray and that team right now. And I think the Seahawks have a lot more going for them and a lot more confidence all around to um, put up points and win a, win a football game right now, especially on their home field.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, Mackie. Geno Smiths look great, and the Seahawks are playing out of their mind. I think this game matters too much to the Cardinals. A divisional game, they just played a tight game against the best team in the NFL um, in the Philadelphia Eagles, record-wise. Um, they covered and one. won Make that sure game. you say record-wise? I did. Don't worry. But, um, yeah, they're a buzzsaw nonetheless. And the Cardinals went there, and they, they played a good game against, against the Philadelphia Eagles. They almost came out on top, too. I think this is going to be easy they sailing. Be close. I think it's going to be easy sailing for uh, Kyler Murray this week against a weaker defense. I think that Geno Smith might still put up points. This could be an over game again. I love overs and Cardinals. Not really going to be uber confident in my Cardinals picks until D-Hop is back one more week. Finally, one more week. Best hands in the league. But um, I, I might be carding Cardinals minus three here. I really like Kyler in the spot. Divisional game matters a lot um cliff is gonna have the boys up i know they haven't shown enough yet but i think kyler's gonna put up a lot of points this week i'll take the cards minus three
1: yeah like you said a weak seattle team they've been shown that they're gonna let up their fair share of points and but like you said mackie geno smith has shown his ability to stay in these games win some of them obviously no one expected this seahawks team to be where they are at this point of the year not saying they're a super bowl contender or gonna make the playoffs but uh, they're winning their fair share of games, this being a divisional one, my my saying always be give, don't take in the divisional game. So uh Seahawks plus three. Uh it's looking like I don't know, that's see or I've been riding the Cardinals the past couple weeks. I had them on the card last week. I loved that five and a half against the Eagles. I just thought that was a big fade the public bet. But um, Cardinals this week coming in as a field goal favorite in a divisional game in Seattle. That's a tough place to play. And Geno Smith has been shown he's getting the job done this year. Uh, I'll take the Seahawks plus three
2: I'll be eager to see if any of you guys put that on your card I think I might be carding Cardinals minus three
3: I probably won't play it but I definitely like it I don't know I might play it don't count it's crazy because
2: I took I took I took uh the Seahawks last week um to cover in a teaser and they did and they went against a good defense in the Saints, but that, that was a weak offense. I mean, I, I really like the Cardinals in this spot. I'm a big believer in K1. I think it's such a big game for the Cardinals to stay on track in the division for a playoff bid. So I think the Seahawks start coming back to earth a little bit.
0: Lots of good stuff in that matchup. I'm kind of excited about that one. I hope to see some good stuff out of the Cardinals. They've been making us some money here this year. All right, next up, Mackie believes is the game of the week. The Buffalo Bills. It at-
1: definitely is. <laughs>
0: At the Kansas City Chiefs, we got the Buffalo Bills favored at minus two and a half points. Their money line at minus 146. The Chiefs money line at plus 124. And the over-under sitting at 53 and a half. Some good trends I got for this one are for the first time in his career, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is a home underdog. Mahomes has been favored in his first 41 home starts, including the playoffs. The longest streak to begin a career in the Super Bowl era. The Bills are 1-6 and straight up in their last seven games played in Week 6, and the Chiefs are 26-5 and straight up in their last 31 home games. So, so many good trends, I think, this week leading up to what is the Hit the Books Game of the Week. Huff, you want to get us going on this one?
1: Yeah. um, Obviously, I think you're going to be seeing... It just kills me as Mahomes is a home underdog. Like all those trends that you're saying... Um, Chiefs, I have plus three, minus 120. Um, I'm definitely going to be waiting up until Sunday to make a pick on this one because Buffalo has looked absolutely unstoppable. Got to watch him in person last week. Um, It was, I mean, obviously a weak Steelers defense without TJ Watt. We've gone over that. But this Chiefs defense isn't necessarily world beaters either. Uh, This game just screams over to me. I think this is going to be a fun one to take the over 54 in. Um, Obviously, you just root for points from both offenses. Um, but as far as a side or a spread, I'm definitely going to be waiting up until Sunday to see uh, who I like and where the money's going on this one because this is definitely going to be the most gambled game on of the week.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree. I mean, looking at these two teams off first glance, you you want to take the home team. And, you know, when Pat Mahomes is a home team, home dog, you it's even more enticing. Too
1: many people are talking about that home dog.
3: I, I know, but I, it's just, like, dude, this Buffalo team, I mean, there's not – what's stopping them? They had one fluke game against Miami where they couldn't figure it out in the second half and they couldn't really get anything going, and Miami ends up winning that game in the, at the end of the game. But um, other than that, they haven't had a hiccup all season. I, I, I guess you could say against the Ravens, they fell behind short, but we saw them come back. at to, uh, come back from a 17-point deficit. They were down 20-3. They ended up winning the game 23-20. Other than that, they blew out three teams. Three teams that really aren't that bad who, who can be talked about as, I mean, I guess not the Steelers. Titans aren't a really bad team. Rams, they blew them out in Week 1. So, um, I don't know. I, th- I just think Josh Allen, with what he's got going this year, him and Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis putting up the, the numbers he's putting up. You know, in my opinion, the best defense in the league. I, I know you're going to have a tough task here with Pat Mahomes, but they're gonna do just enough to find a win here, especially come after that uh, AFC Championship or AFC. What was that? The um, game before the AFC Championship last year, they they lost that game in overtime, so the divisional round. So, I think uh, Josh Allen has a chip on his shoulder here, and he balls out and walks into uh, walks into Kansas City and takes a win from them.
1: That's what I'm saying. I think even though Kansas City's an underdog here, I think there's gonna be a lot of money on Kansas City. So there I is, think there is I, I'm leaning. It. That's what I mean. I'm leaning Buffalo. I like the. I'll take. You said you have two and a half. I'll take the Buffalo. I'll lean Buffalo minus two and a half. But I like the over. I'm. I'm starting to like Buffalo. It just after seeing them last week, that offense looks unstoppable. And they might be getting Tredavious White back this week in a big game against the Chiefs. Um, obviously, I know who I'm going up against. I know who I'm betting against in Patrick Mahomes and the guy that's had four touchdowns last week in Travis Kelsey. Uh, but this Bills defense, you guys have been gassing them up the whole episode. So. Uh, I'll bet with the Bills' defense and uh, against a weak, uh, not weak Chiefs' defense, but they've been shown that they're going to let up their points, like I said, and Mahomes has had to put up his fair share. Uh, That hasn't been too much of a tall task for him throughout his career, but um, I like the over. I think he'll get his. I like over 54. I'll take the Bills, minus 2.5, but like I said, wait up till Sunday on that one for me officially, but that's all I'm leaning.
2: Yeah, I agree with everything you guys have said, except for one thing, I'm taking the Chiefs here. Um, I'm riding the the Chiefs' uh, spread with the Patrick Mahomes always covering as an underdog at home. Um, the tough thing that has me thinking, though, is the trend that Mackie likes to say. If you're going to take a dog, might
3: as well take him outright, right? Um,
2: it's going to be tough here. I like three I points. I say that more for
3: like five to seven point spreads, not like a two and three. That's where you get caught is the two and three point spreads.
2: Yeah, no, good point, good point. But like you said, it's been, there was a stat that you said underdogs as a whole though. I remember hearing. Yeah, it. definitely. No, yeah, um, definitely. You're right. So yeah. I, want, I, I want I want want to lean Chiefs to money line, but I'm going to take him spread here just based off of the statistics. I mean, Patrick Mahomes at home. I've been betting against him too much this year. Um, I got to get back to my roots. He's the best quarterback in football, and that's what wins games. I think he keeps Josh Allen as his son, as a son. Even though Josh Allen um is going to have a great game, he always does when he loses to Patrick Mahomes. But uh, oh, David Pasternak just tucked one. My bad. But um. Yeah, no, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to get it done. He always big brothers, Josh Allen. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I like the over here. What's the set at? Probably like 52-and-a-half or something. 53-and-a-half. Yeah,
0: well,
2: right on the, right on the head. But I, I really like the over there. I think they're both going to look at the QB props. Um, There's always those crazy lines I like to look at, too, where it's like, oh, Mahomes have 300 yards, two touch, three touchdowns, and win. Vice versa for Allen. Those are cool things to look at. Um, you got to think Diggs eats in the primetime, but yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs plus three here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the underdog, riding with the statistics, riding with the best QB in the league.
0: Excited to see what comes on the card for each of you on that one. Lots of good stuff. And moving into the Sunday primetime game, pretty excited about this one, the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are the favorite at minus six. Their money line at minus 260 and the over under at 42 and a half. Some trends I got for this one are since 2021, the home team is seven and three against the spread versus a divisional opponent on Sunday night football. Since 2018, the home favorites are 16 and four straight up versus a divisional opponent on Sunday night football. And the Eagles have won and covered six straight pre-bye week games and are eight and one against the spread in their past nine seasons on that. It's pretty interesting here. Mackie, start us off. Cowboys, do you think they can do it? Plus six. I assume we can find it at seven somewhere, maybe. Six and a half. What do you think, Mackie?
3: Yeah, so um, I think this is a game that the Eagles have been looking forward to for the past few weeks, obviously with the lighter strength of schedule. uh, Their only real competition this year, in my opinion, is the Vikings don't really think the Cardinals are that that tough to beat. But um, obviously divisional opponents – Rivals, Cowboys have kind of owned them in, in the past few years with a healthy team at least, uh, 2-0 against them last year. But this is a different Eagles team as, as we've seen. And going into Philadelphia and taking a win away from this undefeated team and this and this confidence that they all have, Jalen Hurts playing it pretty out of his mind right now. They have everything going for them. I don't think Cooper Rush has it in him to get it done. I, I, I think that they keep this game close. I think it's obviously going to be a good game, but I think the Eagles just have a little more firepower right now. Especially being on their home field, and um, Dallas still having a backup quarterback in the in their in the game, even though he's four and zero this year, um, it's gonna be a good game. Michael Parsons gonna have a game. De- Demarcus Lawrence gonna have a game. I think they're gonna pressure Jalen Hurts a good amount, make him make some throws that he doesn't really want to make. But uh, at the end of the day, I think they get a little. I think they get enough done to, um, to win this game. I kind of like the under. I don't think most, either team really gets it going too heavy on offense. I think uh, Cowboys struggle really bad on, on offense. I don't think Cooper Rush has a good game at all. Um, I don't know. Hopefully I'm wrong. I don't being a Cowboys fan, I don't like to bet against them. I'm obviously not gonna bet against bet on this game, but uh I think the Eagles do win this game and continue their undefeated Mack, season.
2: Mackie, let me give you a vote of confidence for your Dallas Cowboys though. I really liked how they played last week against the uh the Rams and Cooper Cup, the best receiver in the NFL. Um, that defense has been winning them games week in and week out. They've seen high-powered offenses, they've seen good defenses, and they keep finding ways to win. Um, I'm not high on Cooper Rush, and if you just ask me if Cooper Rush is going to beat Jalen Hurts, I'd say no. But at the same time, it's a team game. And if there ever was a team that's going to slow up the Philadelphia Eagles, why why wouldn't it be the team that um, literally sees them twice a year? That Cowboys defense is built to stop Jalen Hurts keep an eye on michael parsons i'm not taking the cowboys at all if he is off the field this game it's been questionable the last two weeks um limited in practice a bit but if he's a go i really like the cowboys here and to allude back to the stat that i was talking about earlier where you said take dogs outright especially in a six point cowboys as underdogs in philly i mean it's a tough game tough spot but that's good value there, really good value and uh if you can grab that a teaser at plus 13 if you grab seven points then that's something to look at but don't be surprised if I throw a half a unit on the Cowboys' money line here. Um, ride the trend. I know that the Eagles are trending with five in a row, but Cooper Rush hasn't lost a game either. Rolling with that, and that defense is really who I'm getting behind.
1: I like your confidence in my boys. You hit the nail right on the head with there, and I didn't think – I thought I'd be going with Mackey here. I like the Cowboys. Um, I was going to say the same thing about his trend. The plus 200 money line is something I've been looking at uh, Sunday night football prime time if that defense comes out in balls like you said we got to wait and see what happens with, with Parsons um, but like I've been calling for Jalen Hurts' demise over the past couple weeks and they keep winning games but I've been low-key like betting against their spreads I had the Jaguars plus seven I uh, lost on that one uh, by two points and then last week I had the Cardinals so um, this week I'm going to take the Cowboys plus six I think they get the job done I'll take the six instead of the money line but um, I think you could see the cow if the Eagles win this game and move on to whatever five and oh six and oh whatever they'd be. Uh, I'd like. I, I think they win this game by a field goal.
3: I think if you're gonna take the Cowboys here, you're gonna take their money line. You're not gonna take them plus six. But uh, yeah, I like.
1: But that. I think the Eagles could win this game, so I'd take. I'm taking the points.
3: We'll see. It'll I definitely be. I'd it'll definitely be a, be a, a, a good, good one. Good boys here.
2: Yeah, no, it'll definitely be a good one. I think that Eagles team is so good. But uh Yeah, aren't they a little banged up? Am I wrong? Is AJ Brown
1: Mackie, my saying? Give I'll t I'll take the points in divisional games, just I love the underdogs. Six points is a lot yeah, in I division. And I game. NFC East divisional
3: games are usually just... low scoring, no? I do like the under here too, actually. Yeah, I like the under as well. I just I think they split this season series and I think they both went at home. I don't I don't think uh I do think if there's ever a time, like Huff said, for year. Hurts to come
2: back down to earth, it would be against divisional rivals. seen a lot, they have guys that can keep up with them in that on that defensive side of the ball. Parsons is gonna eat if he. Yeah, can play. this is
1: by far. I was gonna yeah, say definitely. this is by far the best defense this Eagles team has seen.
2: Um, and they just shut down. Oh, they just shut down the Rams. They shut down the Bengals. And what's his name? Cooper Rush does the right thing, you know. So, we'll see. We'll see. It's gonna be a tough game, but I, I definitely thinking at least a half a unit on the. The boys' money line. I mean,
1: plus two hundred, you win a unit. So yeah,
2: Pen- pending pending
1: Michael Parsons. That's same with me. I get to see what happens.
3: He'll play. Definitely right. Like he yes.
1: He's not gonna Sunday miss night this football. Game. You're not missing this game. No. He like he was like
3: also
0: he, the he franchise player. Though. though. He was limited, but he's packed.
1: Yeah, he was limited last week though. So that means
2: he's he's dealing with something.
0: Think it's going to be an awesome game. I'm very excited for it. Good stuff out of Sunday night football. Let's jump into the Monday night football game. The Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers the favorite in this matchup at four and a half points. The money line at minus two twenty five. And the over under at 45 and a half. The trends I got for this one are Russ is ten and four against the spread as a road underdog in divisional games, and Herbert is four and zero against the spread as a home favorite in divisional games. Is Russ going to come up and play with that stat? I don't know if he can. Ace, get us going. What uh, do you think? It's
2: a funny to think. First, I was going to say, ugh, when I hear Denver Broncos in the prime time again, like, stop feeding me Russell Wilson, whatever the hell he's cooking. I, You saw my quote last week if you follow our socials, but uh, he hasn't been cooking well at all, looking like Taco Bell still. But um, yeah, no, I mean, the schedule makers. We're just like us at the beginning of the year. They thought this team was going to be a juggernaut, a powerhouse in the AFC. And they're just one of the slowest teams to watch. Um, Coach looking to be fired. I know a lot of people are calling for his head. Stupid decisions. Russ stealing the bag. I mean, injuries to Javante Williams. Injuries on both sides of the ball. Um, I think they lost their left tackle last game too. Yeah, I like the Chargers here spread it. Like I said, be wary of the Justin Herbert ribs. I know he's been a few weeks out, so those are good probably now, but still, it's still a sketchy. Definitely love an Austin Touched touchdown this week. He's been absolutely red hot. He Probably finds the back of the end zone again. Definitely going to put that on my card. And I'm probably going to take the uh, Chargers. Not sure if I'm going to take a minus four or whatnot, but I do like them to roll here. They're a much better team. I know they're banged up as well, but Russell Wilson has not shown me anything. And that team has played so poorly. I love the Chargers in this spot, especially at home.
1: I'll take my boy. I got the plus five. I see plus five for the Broncos. I think they get the job done, cover the spread. I don't love them to win the game. Um, but Monday Night Football, I think we could see another slow game with an injured Chargers team, a very injured Broncos team too. But I think Russ gets a job done in this one. I know it kills me to say. I just keep saying it. it sound like I'm beating a dead horse. But um, I'll take the plus five. Not officially, but I'm leaning. The, both Both these teams are so injured. Divisional game, I'll take the points.
3: I don't even have a side though. Like I don't, I don't even want to bet on this game. I guess if I was gonna go anywhere, I would, uh, I'd go Chargers, but I don't like them minus five in a divisional game on a primetime schedule. So,
2: Macky, what do you think about Austin Eckler? I know you've been high on him. He's been red hot with what five touchdowns in the last two weeks. You think he finds uh,
3: Pay Dirt again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I was gonna take a prop here or any type touchdown, it would be him. He um, started off the season first two weeks. Two or three weeks, I don't know, but uh, couldn't find the end zone. Since then, he's been uh, just a powerhouse, and uh, he's been dynamite. left and right. I think he yeah, he's been out of he's been out of his mind. So they've been feeding him the ball. He's obviously still a pass option. You know, Justin Herbert loves to pass the ball in the. You know, I love those down uh, So, yeah, I mean, he's huge on them. So, yeah, I, I would look at a, at an Eckler anytime touchdown. It's probably sitting around like minus one twenty, though minus one thirty.
2: Yeah, you might not be wrong. Any other props you can think? I know we'll probably do a deep dive into that, maybe some totals or whatnot. Anything you can think of off the top of your head for that
3: game? Uh, if anything, I'd go like Broncos team total under because I think this game this game would go under, if anything. Um, whether or not they cover it or not, they cover the spread or not, I think they uh, they don't really get much offense going. Huff, for your sake That's of that That's something bet. I've been looking into a lot. yeah. Oh, for your
2: sake of that I've looking
3: at the team totals so, a uh, lot
2: yeah I like that too I like it with the Bills honestly I like it with the high powered offenses but um no for your sake of the bet I hope we actually get a good Monday night football game a good showing from Russ much needed Nathaniel Hackett needs his team to show up or else he's gonna end up like Matt Rule and be fired um so yeah I like I like the
1: show yeah I'm ho- that's what I'm hoping for but we'll see
2: my Bruins up 2-0 just as we end the cast Pastine there he is
0: <laughs> Lots of good stuff coming out of week 6 of the NFL. Make sure to keep an eye out on all our social media accounts for our picks. We got them rattling off just hours before game time and we're really excited to deliver week 6 for you this week. That's all I got. Anything else, boys?
1: Yeah, that's going to do it for me. Definitely stay tuned to the to the social medias for all the official picks that we end up going with for Thursday night, Sunday uh, definitely going to have some uh, playoff baseball picks mixed in there. And obviously as hockey gets going, we're going to have some maybe daily picks with the NHL. So uh, now more than ever, you're going to want to stay tuned to the social media. Make sure you have your post notifications on. Make sure you're following us everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. So, um, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Like I said, stay tuned to the social media for what's official on the card or on each of our cards. But, uh, yeah, we'll
0: see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Lots of stuff out of the NHL as well. Ace, Mackie, what do you guys think?
3: Yeah, well, we should have NHL picks Monday through Friday at least. Maybe Saturday and Sunday will fall a little short because of the uh, college football and the NFL. But, you know, during the week we'll probably be ripping some NHL plays, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah. I think uh, Mackie, Huff, and I were saying
2: that earlier um, when we were texting in the chat, like, this is one of our best sports hockey. Uh, you heard their record last year in the playoffs, so definitely want to jump on board while you can. Um, after hitting that night's play last night. Hopefully you wake up tomorrow listening to this pod and got another couple of plays hitting. Got the Canes playing right now as we speak. Um, Another big week of football, though. Looking looking for those uh good teams to get back where they were. I think Huff and I are going to stay up on that upward trend. Jesse positive again. Mackie, we always expect him to be doing well anyways. So, um, yeah, ready to go. Week six, football.
0: Good stuff. See you next week. And that's going to do it for us this week on Hit the Books Podcast. Thank you for all the support week in and week out. Please be sure to share and check out our various social media platforms and check out our website. All the info is located in our link tree in the description below. And always remember to hit the books.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.